Welcome, Guardians. It's January 12th and 13th, 2017. We're in a new year. Hooray. And you're listening to Ghost Stories, a Destiny podcast. This is episode 46, and today we're picking up where we left off uh, from the last episode with the, conclu- uh, with the conclusion of the Fruit of the Garden. So these two episodes are laying the groundwork for a bevy of future episode topics. So we're going to hopefully lead into some Vex talk and some Cabal and all the fun stuff that we've been getting requests for probably since we started. Uh, this week, I am... <laughs> I deserve a raise. <laughs> I, get, I get the joke now. Um, <laughs> well, that's self-serving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> X-Ray441 here. And with me, I have Pop Goes the Sherbet. Sherbet Pop, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah. Missed doing the podcast, so it's good to be back. Absolutely. Uh, anything been happening this past, gosh, month? A year. It's been all year so far. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was a New Year's and everything. That Very exciting. I've been away for Christmas and New Year's and just doing stuff and... Uh, yeah, enjoying the crazy, crazy hot, humid summer that is happening. <sighs> Sounds terrible. Yes. I hate the heat and humidity because we get that. So we get that I. here in Missouri, and it's it's rough. But. <laughs> and we also have gobs of ratchets. <laughs> Gavel ratchet. What's happening? I ate so much food for dinner that I hurt. Yeah, that fish <laughs> that you put a picture up of oh, is man. ridiculous. Oh my god! That was a th- so three. Basically, three of us shared that. Like, I ordered my own meal, but then there was so much of that that uh, there was enough for me to eat some of that too. Um, I don't even know how to describe the the restaurant, but it was it was ridiculous. But I was just thinking that like so many. It, it almost has been a month, right? I think the last time we recorded was like December eighteenth. Yeah, yeah, well, 18th yeah, we really said little had, there was, Vex there was Christmas episode. Well, yeah, okay, there was that, but then we had Christmas. I know I was out of town for a week, and then Drop was out of town for almost a week, around a week. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So, it's been crazy. I bought a car. Um, Whoa, you bought a car? I did buy a car. Is it an Not awesome a, car? I mean, it's it's lime green, so I think that makes it <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. There's I'm one of the lights. It's the Lysander mobile. <laughs> there's there's your exact car. Uh, one of the workers at like the Jimmy John's here in town has that. And every time I drive by, I see it. I'm like, there's Cap's car. <laughs> is it lime green? It is. It absolutely yes. is. Same That's car. Perfect. Joke's on you. It is Gabble. It side is actually me. If it was you, if Jimmy you were John's in my town. Uh, <laughs> son of a bitch. If you were in my town and you didn't call me, I would break stuff. So. And last but not least, drop the ball. Oh, that's not a good name. Drop slash. <laughs> How's it going, man? Well, it could be the fact that I wasn't paying attention to Slack chat earlier tonight or <laughs> the fact that it was New Year's in the time that we've done this. Yeah. Uh, the ball did drop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll take the better of the two, I guess. Yeah, it, we've got a really late start because apparently his slack chat wasn't scrolling and he didn't know we were already so i was staring at that picture of gabble's fish head i'm like where is everybody this meal is taking it was forever. hypnotic it was like i was doing the same thing i was like "Ooh, hey look at this oh my gosh this fish looks awesome i'm a seafood fan so 
I was drooling here. But, we'll, have to, right. we'll have to upload that photo somewhere and put a link to it. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. That's great. We need to make it a command <laughs> in, in Slack. Well, it was this ridiculous thing where we're like sitting there watching the waiters come out of the kitchen carrying food, and we saw them carry like three of those by, and it was like, why are there giant whole fishes standing up on these plates? Yeah, it's the way they we had fry to ask them. The waiter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, so good. Oh. All right. Well, let's get started hey, with. How are you doing, oh, X-ray? Me? Oh, I'm good. Um, I mean, I've just been waiting to record, working. Uh, I was busy. How was it? I was at CES. Yeah, I know. I, you posted some pictures and jealous. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm actually been kind of battening down the hatches, so to speak, here because we're about to get this huge ice storm. Uh, they're thinking it might be like one of the worst ones ever. So they've already like told businesses to close down and schools are closed already. And this was just in the, the prediction of the weather. So it's going to be fun here the next few days. I'm hoping I don't lose power because that would really suck, especially in, you know, teen degree weather. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, I'll make it. I'll make it. Um, other than that, I mean, I've just been playing a little bit of destiny here and there and been playing, uh, Mario Paper Color Splash, which is so weird what? because yeah, how's that even uh, a game? It <laughs> is. It's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, Mario Paper is like a weird, almost like a RPG kind of kind of thing. And yeah, those games have always been weird. Yeah, it's it's strange, but this one's fun. I'm I'm enjoying it. So, well, let's uh. Let's jump into a question of the week here we have. Uh, this one's from Mason. It says, hey there, DGS crew. Toland versus Osiris fight to the final death. Who would win and why? Uh, <laughs> anybody want to take this yeah, I've one just been, I've just been jotting my thoughts down in this space real quick. <laughs> Go for it then. It's, uh, yeah, I'm reading them now. It's good stuff. Uh I, I have to say that there's no answer to this question. There's no real answer to this question. Uh, we've talked about both these characters a lot in the past. It's like Toland was a master warlock, Sunsinger, and Voidwalker. He has an unparalleled knowledge and understanding of hive magic, uh, and he's now an ascendant being. Osiris, as far as we know, is a god-tier perma-radiant warlock with an unparalleled understanding of the Vex and their technology. So I don't even know there could be a winner in this case. Like what could what could these two guys do to each other that they wouldn't already have like completely already thought out? But really, if if they were to fight, we would all be winners because we'd get to watch. We'd all be dead because the collateral <laughs> damage would be astronomical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. But it's like one of those things where, like, if Tolan is now really an ascendant being, can he even be killed? Uh, you know, you have two guys who are masters of radiance. Could they, would they just keep coming back over and over and over again? <laughs> right. No. The most annoying warlocks ever. All warlocks? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. This would either be like a complete clash of titans, or it would be. Is it the the Sherlock Holmes 
film spoilers potentially for Sherlock Holmes where he and Moriarty go at it and the entire fight is just them predicting what the other person would do so there was like never a winner (laughs) (laughs) yes yes so that reminds me though uh, of the little quick sketch comic that Jared B uh, drew the other day of gavel yeah. because we were talking about who who was who was what class we got to get a link to that somewhere too because uh gavel's going on and on about how warlocks are great and you see this like you see little bits of trash and stuff kind of flying by him and then uh then he gets smashed with a trash can that apparently i threw at him which was pretty <laughs> awesome jerk work <laughs> i loved it it was great um Nerwin's trash can right trash can. <laughs> um so we don't have too many we don't really have any thanks uh we do have an announcement which was pretty cool to find out after the first of the year um apparently on podbean amongst the podcasts that podbean hosts uh we were in the top 10 on the games and hobbies uh category or section so yay to us that was pretty awesome And, and thanks for all of our listeners who who download the episodes and listen and, and you guys helped us get there. So this is for you too. Um, and I think I want to, I want to say one more thing. Uh, we've, you know, these past couple episodes, we've been pretty hard on the writing and the, um, the dialogue and just thinking about this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we've had, we've had some feedback that says, man, you guys are just salty and you guys are, are really hard about this and you guys are just complaining all the time. We're not complaining. I mean, we're, we're doing our best to identify where there's inconsistencies and unfortunately it, it shines through in the early dialogue and the, the, the facts and, and things that we're given in game. Um, so yeah, we, we might be a little hard on some of the writing and some of the stuff that, that goes on and, and, uh, but, I think that's kind of, I mean, that's what we do. That's kind of our job. We're trying to, to pick apart as much of the stuff as we can. And it'll get better because the stories get better and the writing gets better and the grimoire gets better as we go, as you dig a little deeper. But the ghost inconsistencies and some of the facts are just too huge to not talk about. And there's actually people on the flip side that have said, man, I was wondering, I was so confused because of what they said here and then later they said this. And so I'm, I'm hoping that we're doing everyone a, a a service as opposed to an injustice by doing this. You know, I mean, we're we're really trying to to do our best at explaining what's going on and why there's some some confusing parts. Um, and hopefully, I mean, we've said this before. Hopefully, Bungie's listening, and you know, they hear kind of some of our concerns, and and maybe that'll help make the future a little brighter for the lore and Destiny too. Um, you know, and that's the thing too with the with the lore. It's tough because we've you know you see all of the PvP. I don't want to say complaining, but all the people that identify where there's you know balance problems or where there's there's issues going on or where things need to be fixed, and they can fix that stuff fairly not not easy. I mean, I know it takes a lot of work to to change the coding and, and get everything right, but with the lore and the dialogue stuff, that's kind of you know, concrete, they can't go back and change that stuff when someone discovers, oh my gosh, we said this here and then we totally backtracked and, you know, said the opposite later. Uh, 
it's something they can't do. So they've got to be very careful kind of going forward in, in how they write to make sure that they don't kind of make some of the same mistakes they made. And that's what they are. They're mistakes. I mean, does anyone want to jump in and say anything? I'm sure drop probably has a <laughs> couple words. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say that <clears throat> you sort of touched on it a little bit. Us, um, pointing out things that, that, seem to not make sense is really no different than a big pvp streamer or youtuber pointing out that this gun is not balanced right it's just this is the area of the game that we focus on when we come across things that we feel like don't make logical sense we're gonna point them out and that's okay like we know they're there if we don't point them out then people who are trying to sort through some of this stuff the same way that we are are going to get potentially tripped up by them so it's, we're just trying to get everybody on the same level playing field if if ghost says no one's been here ever and then says oh hey guardians built this thing over here that doesn't make any sense and we're gonna have to try and puzzle through that yeah i mean i was i went into a little thing i was just saying that it's also tough for us because we covered a lot of the best writing in some of our earlier episodes <laughs> yeah yeah, but so we're headed for some of the, some of the good stuff again soon. So, yeah, we'll get there. So just bear with us through these hard times of us being salty and complaining because it's fun though. <laughs> Picking that stuff out is is like I said. It it hopefully it helps people more than it it irritates them. So, well, let's jump in where we left off. I think that we are going to the red planet. Right, we're heading to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> and we are to the exclusion zone. That glimmer farm. The glimmer farm. Exactly, man. That's the place to go. Actually, I liked farming in the vault of glass a little better. It was, but that's just me. So, all right. We are at the quest step, survive the military power of the cabal on Mars and find the gate of the black garden. So this is the mission exclusion zone. Yeah, it's our introduction to the Cabal, which is cool. Um, we've got their grimoire entry here, which reads, I think you could follow a trail of shattered worlds all the way to their home. Tactically efficient, disciplined, and unrelenting, the Cabal are the greatest known military force in the system. Their origins and ultimate objectives are a mystery, but it seems clear they've conquered more worlds than humanity has ever known. Cabal soldiers wear pressurized armor that replicates the environment of their high-gravity homeworld. Their field tactics depend on ranks of legionnaires supported by air power, elite infantry, and ultra-heavy armor. How do we know that? <laughs> We've never uh, broken through the exclusion zone up to this point. Well... So how do we know that they've conquered more worlds than we've ever known? I mean, DOS is more complicated than their computers, <laughs> according to Ghost, <laughs> as we're about to find out. Yeah, that's what no, yeah. I find funny with the Cabal is is I I never know how much we know about them. Is according to what we hear, like at one point we know their language, at the other point we don't know their language, and then. Like we can can't read it, but we can understand it or something. And you know what? One point we know their technology, another point we don't. 
I, I can't think of his specific examples, but I mean, it's like it's like for example, there's isn't there a there's gun or gear or something with cabal on it that I should know the name of and I cannot think that it's like can't translate it. There's a few other cases of not being able to translate it, and then yeah, Cade can say how many words they have for you know advance and how many for retreat. You know, like and there well, seems to, to be. In, uh, in Cade's Weird, defense, um, when in Cade's defense, when he says that line, he says that he once overheard Ikora saying that. So, yeah, well, that but yeah, he he overhears, but still, Ikora said it, and it's uh, like I, I just find that is a weird. Uh, it's unclear as to how much, like to me anyway. Maybe it is clear, but to me, I find it unclear as to how much we know about the Cabal because it seems to go from. A lot to none to yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I agree. To... There's a lot of instances where, you know, it's like, oh, the, the they're so powerful, their their military is so strong that here's the hierarchy. They have a like a flagship and master command somewhere and an emperor and this like, oh, okay, so we understand that they have this like hierarchical, highly militarized society that roams space but maybe they're running from something but then he has like we don't know what the scions are and maybe they did this <laughs> this is all a mystery and it's like, even there's a point when you're exploring the dreadnought when you're on the dantillion and you can scan like one of the engines or a leaking pipe or something and ghost is like oh hey it's made up of a whole bunch of chemicals i don't recognize and it's like well, scan them. That's what you do. It's, it's they're chemicals. <laughs> that is your job. It's like this is a, a cabal ship is leaking a chemical compound. Isn't this kind of like? Don't tell me that it's just chemicals. Like this is like could be key information to understanding more about the cabal. And he's just like, nope. Keep your helmet on. <laughs> yeah, and like at least if if it's unrecognizable, at least you'd think. Can you just like catalog it then? So next time we come across this, you can say, "Hey, this is the same thing we found." Like, not just and name it. <laughs> if yeah. it's not and a it looks, thing, it looks yeah. just like the chemical spray that happens when you blow the helmet off a cabal. Like, oh, maybe this is they breathe these chemicals. Like that would be kind of an important thing to know. Yeah. <laughs> also, I just have to point house? out the cabal absolutely have a word for retreat, and it's silly to think that they don't. Ikora. Yeah. What does what does Ikora know? She's the worst. <laughs> Ikora isn't like uh, as far as the areas of expertise that that's Zavala's area, isn't it? The Cabal. Not Ikora. She's more Vex. I guess they're. I mean, they have their associations, right? So we associate Cade with the Fallen. We associate. Icora yeah, with well, because who Vex. in the in the early missions, that's who you go to for yeah. that races. And before Dark Below, the speaker is Hive. Yes, and but then what Ferris. does Zavala really? I mean, all Zavala. I mean, the first time we really encounter the Cabal, Zavala is just like, "Whoops, we picked a fight with them. Better kill all their dudes." I'm like, that's "Okay, <laughs> hey, yeah, we entered a war with the Cabal on Mars." The military strategy mind is why Zavala gets picked. I, I'm yeah. sure it was like a short straw. <laughs> I want fallen space pirates. Yeah. Well, uh, I think the vex <laughs> knowledge and stuff. Ah, oh, fine. Zavala's <laughs> like, oh, I get the turtles. Great. 
space potatoes. Aww. <laughs> no, the Kabbalah, the Kabbalah, good. They're fine, but they they don't they're not the coolest of all the the races. They're kind of adorable. It's pretty funny. <laughs> they're kind of well, adorable. Have you seen them? Yeah. Look right. at their squishy little faces. <laughs> Look at them run around in their little suits like space marines. They're so cute. Hmm. <laughs> well, we gotta ask. We're gonna end up having to ask the real question here, which is why don't they make everything out of whatever they make their shields out of? Maybe it's expensive. Golden I gun goes right through a shield. <laughs> Just wear those shields. Why isn't yeah, the plane like, made out, out of the black armor? box? Yeah. They would never yeah, ever exactly. get shot. Make the entire plane <laughs> out of the black box. <laughs> it's like looking at us and saying, why don't they make everything out of titanium and tungsten? Exactly. It doesn't matter to us. We oh, just wait. come back to life. <laughs> it's No, but for armors and like weapons and vehicles and stuff, it's like expensive, man. Can't just make well, stuff it's out expensive of. because it's not like there's a lot of it. You know, it's not. Yeah, so maybe it's a similar thing with their shields and the material that they use to make those sort of things are not abundant or cheap. Yeah, but those shields are huge, though. They could make like a chest plate <laughs> instead of a shield and be like way more secure. So, well, I don't know. I guess not their but, head. But shields, though. Or for. A unit called the Phalanx that could actually stand in a Phalanx. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we named him that. I guess that's true, but no, all they need to do, right? They don't. They don't need to build armor on this. So they have those shields, and they stick their unarmored hand around the edge of the shield. Why don't they just make a glove out of shield? Why don't they just make a hole in the front of the shield that they can shoot through? <laughs> Why not just make the shield part of the shield a gun? <laughs> Shield gun. Shield gun. <laughs> You've done it. You've solved all the work. <laughs> Don't give them ideas. They'll it's win. It's like a, it's, I mean, uh, yeah, it's like a gun blade, right? Why yeah. don't they just take, why don't they just fly shield a gun ship blade. over the tower and drop like a hundred phalanxes out of their ship with the shields so, aimed straight down and flatten the tower? Or just make Speaking a ship of, out of shields and just drop the ship <laughs> on the tower. <laughs> Speaking of why doesn't the ship just go to the logical place and drop somebody off at the yeah. beginning of this mission? Welcome to Mars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our ship drops us off for some dumb reason, like far away from this bunker that we have to walk to without a sparrow. It's not that far, but it's still silly. Well, they got to have time. This is to where you talk first to go to us. Mars, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's yeah, that's where you first go to Mars. Got to put in some yeah. dialogue while you're running. We gotta get the sparrow grid up and running, and in order right. to do that, we've gotta take down the local defense net. Right. This is also a great opportunity for screenshots of your guardian when you <laughs> land. You, you sort of stand up a little bit, like where where the heck am I? And it's like cutscene quality rendering. I have many many a desktop wallpaper of oh. my guardian. <laughs> <laughs> when the so whenever the dropship drops us off, uh, and we take off the ghost tells us these coordinates put the gate to the black garden near the lost city of freehold it's been buried in the sands since the collapse now the cabal occupy the area and most of mars no one gets through their exclusion zone yeah no one no one until we show up until we show up and do it in two minutes 
And are then, we the only, are we the first guardians to go to Mars? I don't understand. Like, how did no other ghost do this? I don't know. Well, that's a that's sort of a weird thing, right? We go to the moon, and Ghost is like, "No one's been here in forever." And then we go to Venus, and Ghost is like, "No one's been here in forever." We go to Mars, where it appears actually no one's been there in forever, and Ghost doesn't comment on it. <laughs> that's true. Yes. That is absolutely <laughs> yeah, true. All he, all he says is that no one gets through the exclusion zone, yeah. implying that people have tried. Maybe? I don't know. Well, yeah, because in the opening to the mission The Buried City, Master Rahul says, for years the Cryptarchs have been waiting to break through the exclusion zone and find what's left in that buried city. They say Freehold birthed technological wonders. We cannot let the Cabal destroy it. Uh, one, if you've never been through the exclusion zone, how do you know the Cabal are going to destroy anything? Uh, and two, yeah, they've been waiting a long time to do this. So... In his defense, do the Cabal really look like the kind to save anything? <laughs> they just step yeah. on everything. You yeah. yeah. can't just blow it up. Well, then we get, but to me, I, I don't know what you guys think, but this next line from Ghost is like the the line that everyone thinks of whenever the Cabal is mentioned. So yeah. you run, so you run, do your little sprint down and get to the door, and while he's picking the door, he's like, here's what I have on the Cabal. 800 pounds of highly... 800 pounds and highly militarized. They blow up planets and moons just for getting in their way. Just so you know what we're dealing with. So. Thanks, Ghost. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's about as good as uh, three stories tall and protect the realms the Vex keep locked out of time. time? Yeah, that's that like right. sitting, you, sitting you down, <laughs> sitting you down in front of like a wasp's nest and then like describing all the things that the poison's <laughs> going to do to your body and then saying, now go kick it. <laughs> Here's what we and have on And pushing you into it. <laughs> they live in a big nest. They're yellow and black and they sting people and they get mad. Go it kick like it. It's like accurately describing what the poison's going to do to you and then kicking you into it. Go, go, go have fun. <laughs> Don't worry, you won't die. <laughs> well, I'll bring you back when you do. <laughs> like, thanks. For what it's thanks. worth, Freehold uh, is a real place. There's actually a whole bunch of freeholds. Uh, there's one in New Jersey. There's one in New York. There's one in Pennsylvania. There's one in England. There's actually a freehold station uh, in Manchester, England, which is kind of cool. We'll, we'll encounter that a little bit later. Uh, there's also a quasi-famous book from 2004 uh, called Freehold. It won a Prometheus Award. It's written by Michael Williamson. Uh, and part of that an aspect of that book is that the society of freehold is like a totally free market. So there's like lacks of regulations and things like that. So, which was similar to what we know about Clovis Bray, uh, who founded a freehold. So there could be some influence there. I haven't read In case you're wondering where the name freehold comes from. <laughs> and thus humanity continues its trend of naming things after places that have already been named. Yes. Well, it's easy, you know. <laughs> he can only remember so many names. If everything had a unique name, we couldn't remember anything. Yep. But yeah, so we, well, we go, Ghost hacks right. the computer. Yeah, right. Well, we run down the hill, we open <laughs> their little back door, then we run inside, and Ghost is worried that it's too quiet. <laughs> and then he makes his famous comment about DOS being more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, offends the cabal. Yes, which triggers their failsafe. <laughs> they went hard on that. <laughs> so, as guardians, we uh, 
We shoot them. We do what we do. <laughs> they funnel into a tunnel and we shoot them. That's weird. I heard that as Asgardians from Asgard. Anyway, continue. <laughs> we the Sorry. Asgardians throw our hammers we, at them and yeah, shoot lightning. Exactly. <laughs> so we run off um, towards the Scablands, right? And we come across Vex and Cabal fighting, which happens all over Mars, which is fun. Yeah, this it this is a interesting sort of bit here. I think it's, this line is a talk ghost as you ride through ghost mentions of the cabal and the vex are fighting and if we want to get in the middle of it it's our choice so you can either stop and kill everybody or just keep going but it's the first time we encounter in the game this idea that the vex and the cabal have been engaged in this war of attrition uh all through mars uh for reasons we're not quite sure but it's interesting that so it sounds interesting. Oh, that's, it's, a, it's a war of attrition. They're slowly trying to run the other one out. Except that the Cabal have finite a finite army here. This The detachment that is in our system is literally detached from the main force. So they can't win a battle of attrition. They will run out, whereas the Vex just keep making more Vex. <laughs> Speaking of the Vex, these are this is another subtype that we hadn't met before. This is the Virgo Prohibition. And they are silvery blue. What do they do? What do they do? <clears throat> well, their grimoire says, Mars is wrecked by an ongoing theater-level conflict between the Cabal and a Vex subtype known as the Vex Prohibition. These aggressive well, the relentless Virgo, Vex... Virgo, Virgo Prohibition, yeah. So what did I say? Vex. Vex Sorry. Prohibition. Vex Prohibition. Oh, that's, that's when the Vex can't drink, and that's terrible. <laughs> uh, that would be terrible. I did just eat a lot of food. I'm sleepy. Um, <laughs> these aggressive relentless Vex constantly test the Cabal exclusion zone, apparently heedless of losses. In spite of the Vex onslaught, the Cabal have managed to expand its beachhead and maintain a hold on several mysterious Vex structures. The prohibitions, the pro prohibition, the prohibitions tactics seem to be failing in the short run. But it seems unlikely that an organization with the sheer computational scope of the Vex could be dragged into a losing war of attrition. Is it possible that the Vex are trying to draw out the Cabal's strength? Or that their surface losses are a distraction from a deeper strategic ploy? Akora Ray has proposed that the Vex units can be best understood as algorithms, each a unique mapping of inputs to behavioral responses. Perhaps the Virgo prohibition is simply the wrong algorithm for its environment, and its failure will drive the greater Vex network to adapt and improve. I think Ikora is very wrong. <laughs> Just because Ikora always refers to the Vex as if they're machines. And they're not. Right. So I think she I think she sells them short a bit. Plus, as uh what's his name said? Pradith. How how can we possibly understand, you know, minds the size of planets, machine minds the size of planets? They're they have they have a plan. They have a tactic. They follow the pattern. That's what they do. That's why they're the Vex. Like, 
So to just sort of like write them off like, oh, maybe it's just wrong. It's like, how could how could you possibly even begin to comprehend what their what their plans maybe, are? Maybe they just forgot to carry the one. Yeah. <laughs> Doubtful. Point zero four percent increase to VEX forces on Mars. That'll balance it. Uh, yeah, the cabal appear to be at the war. Uh, at war with the Vex here. So, and this is also our first step into what we talked about a little bit earlier with Zavala, where we are now choosing to involve ourselves in this conflict, which apparently means to, to Zavala, we've started a war with them. Let's murder all their high-ranking dudes. <laughs> Starting right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we head into Giant's Pass uh, and find another terminal that's not really a terminal. It's just like the weird circular thing on the ground in the middle of this pass. Uh, and Ghost says, an outpost should be up ahead. The classic Ghost, here we go. Uh, an outpost should be up ahead. I can dig into their systems and see what I can find out about the gate. Look for something I can access. All right, find out who's in charge here and steal their key. <laughs> murder them and take the, their the stuff. The shoulds and go look for something and maybe, like, just just scan the area, Ghost. Tell me where the console is. But it's like, <laughs> if, why do we, why did he have to scan something if we're just gonna kill somebody else and take the key? Like, did he, did he need to scan that terminal to find out that somebody had a key and we have to kill them? Because it's not like he even he doesn't he doesn't tell us who has the key. He says, "Find out who's in charge and steal their key." To which we somehow go, "Oh, that dude's got a yellow name. He must be the guy with the key." <laughs> like, what well, what was the purpose of your scan, Ghost? You you provided us with no information. <laughs> Just gotta keep that plot moving. Yeah. Like, he couldn't have said, hey, Brackus Thorog is going to come out of that little bunker <laughs> down there. Thorog. Thorog. Yeah. It's actually just Thorog because Brackus is a rank in the Cabal hierarchy. Anyway, here's what his grimoire says. Reports of the one they call Brackus Thorog began in the earliest days of contact with the, with the Cabal. Isn't that right now? Uh, the first guardians who faced him are long lost, but the legends speak of a powerful commander who secured the buried city with merely a fraction of the Cabal's forces on Mars. These reports are accurate. They provide clues not only to the Rug's tactical prowess, but to the Cabal lifespan. If nobody has broken through the exclusion zone, how did anybody face this guy in the buried city? There's no way to get there. Guardians Does have fought this guy. Say he was before. in the buried city only, though. What well, says he secured the buried city with a f- merely a fraction of Cabal forces on Mars? Yes. Who would he have secured it from if not? Yeah, that's true. That's secured true. it from Vex because uh, they came in after the collapse, so we weren't there. So yeah, but who would, who were these first guardians that faced him? What is happening? This is like on Venus. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, oh, it this seems... is lost. Wait, there's a guardian outpost here. <laughs> yeah, because it seems implied that like we've been pushing the exclusion zone for a while, or at least observing it. 
But yeah, that's definitely the buried city, and uh, definitely didn't kick people out to get in there. So yeah, you got a point there. Hmm. So anyway, work, so yeah. Either way, Brackish we shoot the guy who has murdered plenty of other guardians and secured the buried city with a fraction of forces gets killed in like three seconds by us. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes, because uh, we are apparently God Guardian. Uh, so we get the key and we head into Valley of Kings. Uh, and this is actually a cool ride for the first time you ever do it, because once you breach the Valley of Kings, that's the first time you see that gigantic Vex gate and mm-hmm. makes that crazy time warp sound. Uh, it's guarded by a whole bunch of like minotaurs and hydras. And it's like, oh, this is actually like a an interesting thing. Like this is this cool entered into a zone and there's there is actually a big mysterious thing here. We go to find out more about it. Uh, we go all the way up in the top of the hill to a location we never go to ever again unless <laughs> you're hunting Taken. And that this little orange hologram that's up there is actually like a really cool representation. It's like a little hologram of the gate itself. Uh, and you mm-hmm. scan that action. Uh, and goes as impressive. The Cabal managed to penetrate the Vex cognition mesh. Uh, which is scientific gobbledygook. <laughs> or as Cosmo said today, gobbledygook, which I think was an insult directed at me, but I'm not sure. Probably. Own it. Be proud of it. (laughs) Make it yours. Yeah, he finishes the scan. He says, there's a lot here. I'm not sure even they understand what the gate is. But if we're going to wake the gate lord's eye and get into the Black Garden, looks like we're going to have to go through the cabal. Remember that? We're still carrying this gate lord's eye around. (laughs) That was an entire episode of Go, but yeah, we got this like <laughs> we've got this thing in our pocket. <laughs> but here's so my question though becomes: when it's never surfaced in the conversation in the story that waking the Gate Lord's eye is the key to anything. Like we go back to the Awoken, we have our little pitter-pat with the prince he gives us these coordinates but he doesn't say you need to go here and wake the gate lord's eye to get to the black garden he just tells us the location of the garden this waking the gate lord's eye objective sort of comes out of nowhere was never anything that's ever mentioned at any point until right now uh but he gifted it to us. Well, he he gave it, he <laughs> tossed it to us, but he didn't say, "Hey, you know what? You have to charge this thing up." Like right? Never, they, they never explain why they tell us to go hunt down a gate lord. Yes, they're just like, "Go do it," and we're like, "Okay, we're guardians. We shoot things. That sounds good." And how does Ghost even know that we have to go through the cabal? Like, this is the weird... So, like, at this point, at this very moment right now, suddenly the objective is to wake the Gate Lord's eye. But nothing about what we scanned would tell us how to do that. So why would Go say we have to go through the Cabal? 
we don't even know how we're going to charge this thing. <laughs> like it could literally, we could fly it back to Venus and plug it into something. <laughs> That's where we got it. Why would not that not be the logical place to do it? <laughs> like, it seems like this is very loosely put together just to drive us into conflict with the cabal on Mars. Uh, and the mission that's going to follow this. Yeah, well, <clears throat> the speaker has some insight on that. Yeah, so does Ikora. <laughs> the speaker says, breaking the exclusion zone brings us one step closer to the garden, and it gives us access to Freehold, a triumph of Golden Age civilization. But I must warn you again of the Awoken's tactics. They see us all as playthings in some cosmic joke. So maybe we didn't need to awaken the Gate Lord's eye. We're all just being duped by Aldrin. And only the speaker realizes it. But he doesn't tell us. He could tell us the stories of how Aldrin <laughs> is just mocking us from afar, but he's not going to. There was a time. When we told <laughs> jokes. We don't tell those jokes anymore. Children the still laugh. Are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after talking with the speaker, we got to hoof it over to Ikora. Uh, speak to Ikora in the uh, Hall of Guardians at the Tower. Couple quote from Ghost and a quote from Ikora. Quote from Ghost. This is starting to feel like a shell game. Get the eye. Find the gate. Now what? What you know now what? We have to wake the gate lord's eye. <laughs> he just, said. just said that. <laughs> Ikor is hidden. Make her the vanguard's expert on the vex. She'll know what to do. Uh, is she really an expert on the vex? Four missions ago. Uh, like, so, so <clears throat> how do we have an expert on the vex? Four missions ago, we knew absolutely nothing about that. We had never encountered them before. Ever. But now suddenly Ikora and the Hidden are experts on them? Wow. Well, he... Even even when he was saying... The the ghost was saying, like, don't have anything. And then you go to do the Eye of Gatelord and he pulls up the... Here's what they have on the Vex. Or on the Gatelords, whatever. Like, how do we have a thing on Gatelords if we haven't encountered Gatelords? Like, yeah, we never. We still have it. <laughs> we still have that info on our own little personal Wikipedia. So, like, we have info on them. It's just we keep being told we don't. Yeah, and this goes back to this when we discussed this, the whole thing on Venus with the Exo Stranger, uh, Stranger's Call, where we land. We thought all of this was lost in the collapse. Wait, there's a Guardian outpost here. The Guardian outpost has sensors that used to track the Vex, but the Vex have never been encountered before. It's it mean it starts to feel like maybe we are in a simulation and the Vex just keep changing things. <laughs> yeah. That's it. We're all inside the vault of glass all the time. You know, and then we well then we had that conversation with the Exo Stranger where we're like, What are these? And she's like, Oh, they're evil that despise other evil. They're the Vex. Ha <laughs> and then four missions later, Ikora Ray is an expert on the Vex. Well not she's not 
an expert on the Vex. She's the Vanguard's expert on the Vex. It just means she knows knows the most about the Vex out of the Vanguard. Oh, okay. I never said she was a world expert. She's the Vanguard's expert. I think that's the distinction there. Okay. Out of all the out of all the Vanguard members, she knows the most about the Vex. Well, okay. info. She gives that. us a bunch of nonsense here in a second. <laughs> Yeah. You are wise to contact me. The hidden have brought an answer to light. To align the eye with the gate, you'll need the energies of a Vex spire on Mars. Most are deep underground, but one is out in plain sight in the middle of a cabal war camp. How do we know that? The plains site? We've never broken through the exclusion zone until 15 minutes ago. How do we know it's inside a cabal war camp? Maybe because unlike our ghost, other ghosts actually scan things and send them back to the tower. <laughs> also, we know where there's a Vex spire. There's one right in the middle of the Ishtar library. We were right, already we were there. there. <laughs> also, I need to also, answer the phone that way from now on. Just There's also one out in plain sight uh, in the middle of the Scablands. Yeah, we go right yeah. past it. Maybe there's something Don't. special about the one in the middle of this war camp, other than so we can shoot more cabal. Don't most are Don't. deep underground, apart from the ones you've come across so far. But this one, this <laughs> one is special. <laughs> in fact, I think we only encounter one conflux underground, the one way down in Freehold Station. Yeah, all the other ones are outside. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's seen just the two of them and made assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> Which she does know the most of the Vanguard about the Vex. Yeah. Also, I like that there's a typo here. Yes. Yes. In plain sight is spelled S I T E. Like location site, yeah. Yep. <laughs> is it perhaps a plane where it is? <laughs> the site is a plane? It's not, yes. though. Okay. Well, that would it's have like made it a okay, but that's and, not. And a, yeah, no, it's not a plane. <laughs> The ring stays only there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in Spain. No. Uh, I don't even what. Why do we need to align the eye to the gate? What? How did this become information suddenly that became important? Right. That, well, that's a whole new step. Right. First, we were just trying to. First, we had to go get it for no reason because the Awoken said so. Then Ghost made the leap of logic that we had to wake it up, and now Accor is like, you need to align it. <laughs> What? Good. We're good. Yeah. All good. Sure. Ikora. No problem. Uh, that brings us to the next mission, uh, which is the Garden's Spire. Which is actually a pretty cool mission. Because, mm. uh, again, we get to sort of explore a bit more in the... Uh, Cabal territory here. There's a lot of running around in this mission, though. All over the damn place. Yeah, the the fight at the end is pretty fun, though. Yes. This is way out where you find that servitor later, isn't it? Yes, like when the wolves rebuild their prime like this server. Is the, yeah, the area. Yeah, yes. see, I love I love this area, and I try to come out here and patrol. It's just such, such a way out, like... It's really out of the way. Also, spoilers, the House of Wolves rebuild their prime servitor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
if it's spoilers, if that's spoilers by now, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it, it's it's yeah, disappointing because expl- I really like that area with the whole bridge and the and the big round area at the end, mm-hmm. and even just mm-hmm. exploring the base. I think it's really cool. I wish that more of those doors would open. I get someone like, I want to go in. I want to have a look. There's a dangerous bottomless pit in that little center area. And you can see solar farms way out in the distance. Yeah. And it's just such a cool, like, they must have worked so hard. And it shows off a lot of the, like, cabal tech and and the area of it. And it's disappointing that, like, apart from these couple of missions, you really don't go out there. Unless you're straying a bit far in Patrol, I think you can get patrol missions out there, like ones that send you to kill things out there. I'm not sure. There's also, you don't often get a sense of the scale of a lot of things. I think this is something we've brought up in the past, too. If you look at the concept art for Destiny, there's this immense scale. And even on Venus, in the shadow of the sort of the tower there, you don't get the sense of scale that I think they were really trying to convey. But in this particular area, when you enter this, this two part sort of stage, all of this area exists below this enormous cabal land tank. Yeah. Uh, And for the first time you get this sense that, wow, this is like an enormous thing way up on this cliff. Uh, And these are, we're dealing with like giant, huge scaled up resources here. Mm. Yeah, it's just disappointing that we're not able to like we we don't get sent there more often, or it's not uh, convenient to just go through there and have a look. It's it's really inconvenient to go there in patrol. Yeah. So, this quest step says seize control of the Black Garden Spire held behind the wall of the Cabal Warbase on Mars to wake the Gate Lord's eye. Complete the mission, the Garden's Spire. The text here is, The energy of a Vex Spire on Mars, a tall order just by itself. But our best bet is a Vex Spire in the middle of a Cabal camp. That's, well, honestly, that's not the weirdest thing we've had to do. Let's get it done. I like how at this point even Ghost realizes this is getting silly. Yeah. Why? How do we even know that this spire is related to the Black Garden? What makes this the Black Garden spire? <laughs> Ikora said. Oh, sorry, Ikora said. Well, here's well, she's, that's funny. she's the Vanguard's expert on the Vex. Well, Ikora. So Ikora said that, and then as we fly into this mission, Go says, "I have a plan to charge the Gate Lord's eye." As if we didn't just have a conversation with Ikora where we heard her <laughs> tell us this. That's like we could do this, or we could do the same thing. Oh, what a good idea! <laughs> wow, brilliant, Ghost! You're so smart. Uh, <laughs> deep in their war base the cabal are sitting on a vex spire that connects to the black garden gate if we free the spire we can charge the eye uh, we'll be hitting the cabal where they're the strongest so I hope you're ready for war yep totally your plan ghost <laughs> so this takes us on a, a slightly different route uh, up through firebase rubicon uh, it's the first time we encounter the Blind Legion <clears throat> uh, in their little their little blurb. The Legion's purpose is to capture and hold Vex artifacts. Uh, they're easily identifiable by the skull logo on their armor and shields. Uh, 
the entire rest of this mission will happen on their turf. The, the last place will be is called the Legion's Keep. So we are really facing off against the Blind Legion in this mission. Uh, what do we? What do we? Oh, I know. Yeah, we scan the that weird tower thing that that weird part of Firebase Rubicon. Where there's that door behind the tower thing that never opens, but somebody people have actually hacked through, and there's an entire extra zone off there to the right. Yeah, that we can't actually get to, but there's a whole series of like connecting tunnel systems. It's it's pretty awesome. I'll see if I can find a video of it. I'll put it in the show notes. That's cool. So we piss off the cabal and shoot some more of them. Yes. <laughs> then they get all mad at us. Like they always do. This is a cool zone. I wish this zone was used more. Uh, there's that great uh, Taken King mission where you have to fight the Cabal and the Fallen here. And there's a land tank. I mean, a walker tank down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think most people know this zone starting it in the opposite corner from where you go on this mission. Because it is the opening to the uh, Cerberus base strike. So that's, this is breaking into the Legion's Keep. Oh, this is the one where he goes, I think it's a trap. It's definitely a trap. And then <laughs> you just hear a bunch of yelling cabal. It's a trap. Definitely a trap. Uh, so yeah, bust up through the, the Legion's Keep. Straight out that back door, which doesn't open very often. Usually you go to the, you go to the left for Cerberus Ray, but this, you go right up, out through the back. You can actually, in this, if you duck down, you can look under the door and see the feet of the phalanxes on the opposite side. You can actually <laughs> snipe them before the door even opens. Nice. Uh, nice. Which isn't really a cool way to make a door, Cabal. Uh, <laughs> they make shields, not doors. <laughs> well, the doors must be made the same thing the shields are made out of because we can't shoot through the doors. It's like, it's like you get those toilet stalls that have like a foot of space under the door and you're like who designed this why yeah, exactly, that's exactly what it's like <laughs> like look at this awesome bulletproof door that is on this bathroom stall except there's a foot of space underneath it it's <laughs> <laughs> safe you know if anybody's in the stall i don't understand yeah well it's, i mean you just roll a grenade under there so <laughs> <laughs> that person was just trying to use the bathroom and you're rolling <laughs> grenades at their feet well the no, door should go all the way that, to the ground that no that wonder we're at war with the cabal <laughs> <laughs> this picture the cabal door has like the engaged or like thing sign on the front. It rolls around. Now you got me thinking of the cabal oh, sitting occupied. on a toilet. Yes, yeah, like we we bust into like the <laughs> Legion's Keep restroom and there's like a line of stalls. It's like kick the door in with our ghost. Yeah. It's just like cabal like no, washing no, no. their hands and using the restroom. They're like, what? <laughs> the land tank actually just exists to carry around cabal porta potties. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear they were about to have a huge music festival on Mars and we just blew it all up how would that like, sound what if, like their, what if it was like their cafeteria <laughs> <laughs> like we invade the land tank ghost hacks the door it opens up we have our guns ready and there's just a bunch of cabal like eating <laughs> cabal carrying soup. trays over the tables yeah like, is behind the counter with hair nets on serving food <laughs> 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 their hair nets over their helmets. 
Like, lunchtime's over! Bam, 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 bam. Kill all of them. Just imagine a phalanx at a cafeteria would just use their shield as their tray. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> Gosh, we're terrible. Uh. And the time just kind of like freezes while we assess the situation. Like They're like slowly reaching for their guns. <laughs> Slop falls from the spoon onto the tray in slow motion. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we have the Legion's Keep, <laughs> I guess. Uh, yep. There's these giant, big giant banners with skulls on them. That's nice. Uh, and then we get to that, that outside area, deep inside the Legion's Keep. Uh, I love this. This is. And I know that this was a, intended to be like a very dramatic moment, and it is the first time. Uh, when Go says, we have to cross that bridge, and then you run over to the bridge, uh, and all those cabal come flying out from the back and land in front of you. Uh, the first two or three times you see it, yeah, I mean, it's kind of impressive. Like, they, they put some work into that. Until you realize you don't actually have to cross the bridge. <laughs> so if you go out that door, and you make a hard left follow the wall there's a series of rocks that jut out from that wall and you can jump way on the left hand side and completely avoid the bridge but once you get to a certain point it still triggers all the cabal so <laughs> they will just go flying onto the bridge and stand there confused because you're not actually there <laughs> no and then they'll, they'll slowly wander their way back towards you because they're because the the trigger is that they all hit the bridge but according to them there's no actual enemies there because you're just tucked in a corner somewhere it's pretty funny to watch so basically the more, the more you the, see it the sillier it is so basically they have the same look on their face they do when you kick the bathroom door in yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so now we i just play a game with sniper rifles where i try and shoot as many as i can out of the sky while they're jumping can you actually scare cabal I know you can scare Hive. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> like, you sneak up behind them, and then the knight turns around and sees you. He full jumps back and goes, wah! <laughs> it's the funniest. Oh, yeah, that's right. They do. I wonder if you can do that to Cabal. I've never done it before. But They're they usually have, aware of me. They need a super high lady scream, though. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine if things would immediately just turn around and smash you with their shield. Yeah, that's what like they not do. Even, like panic, panic, smash. Uh, you need to get the confident ones, like a uh, Colossus or something. And they're like, ah, there's a person there. <laughs> Where did you come from? You scared he me. Panic fires all his missiles all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, hits all his own men. Yeah. <laughs> Boy clap emote. So if you fight your way across the bridge, uh, you can see the conduit in the distance. If you take my little shortcut, the conduit's right there on the left. Uh, and somehow, and this is, I don't know, this is dumb too. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm harping on ghost. Ghost is like the weakest link of everything here. Uh, <laughs> when you run up to the conduit, ghost says, uh, you handle the cabal, I'll wake the eye. But then he doesn't. <laughs> you have to actually kill all of the cabal. And then ghost will say, Get me close, as if he couldn't just fly over there. 
<laughs> so, just so we're clear, Ghost says, you handle the Cabal, I'll wake the eye. But then he stays in our pocket, or our backpack, while we kill all the Cabal, and then says, take me over there. Like, I wish I could pull him out and just throw him at that thing. Like, do <laughs> some work. As if he didn't, like, fly through space between planets in the past. Yeah. Up until this point, there's been plenty of instances where Ghost has scanned something while we have shot things. <laughs> now he's like, that's what he tells us he's going to do, but then doesn't. But does he Does he really say that? Maybe he's saying, this is the order of events. You kill all the cabal, <clears throat> and then, then I will wake the <laughs> eye. <laughs> Could be. It yes. just wasn't clear. That's the order of events, as it? <laughs> He's our schedule for today. You wake the cabal. Uh, you, you kill the cabal. I wake the eye. There we go. Thanks for then we'll get lunch. Specific. Yeah. Next time we need a PowerPoint lunch. to describe the order of events. <laughs> Please, Ghost, <laughs> just project it on the wall real quick and do a little presentation. <laughs> Shall I bring out your daily planner? Right. Puts yeah. on his puts on his little reading specs and goes up to the board and starts tapping on it with a stick. Okay, this is where you kill stuff. And then I'll wait here, and then... <laughs> he doesn't wait there. He waits in our backpack. <laughs> okay, I'll wait in your <laughs> backpack. <laughs> Once you're done killing the stuff, I'll do my bit, and then yeah. you kill more of the stuff. Are we clear? Even though I'm 100% indestructible, <laughs> you please keep me in your backpack while you do all the work. <laughs> is he 100% indestructible? In game. Uh, in game, he in is. In game, yeah. yeah. But in, in lore... In lore, no. In lore, no. no. Because it seems like after, maybe not at this point, but weren't the Cabal, like, sort of catching on to the fact that if they destroyed the Ghost Guardians would die? Yes. But if you die in the middle of 40,000 Cabal, they'll just stand there and shoot at Ghost and nothing will happen to it. Yeah, that's... In-game, in yeah, yeah. I think the idea is that we don't really die. And let the ghost just sit there. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, we we let we jam ghost into this little conduit, or I, we stick the eye in the little conduit anyway. Uh, we wish we were jamming ghost in that hole. I know. Well, what would happen? Like, so we stick the we stick the eyeball in there, the the gate lord's eyeball. How do you just jam ghost in there instead? <laughs> This this eye is going to be my new ghost, and you're going to go. <laughs> 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 yeah, but then you then you're holding the dead eye in your hand, and you point it at the door, and you're just kind of like, well, well, this didn't work. I guess the ghost is kind of useful. So this is a really cool scene, though, where the uh, like the the conduit like breaks apart all these pieces the containment around it comes flying off the cables break off like everything the cabal put around that thing is just done i don't we don't know why that happens uh but re just reveals the black garden uh conduit it's got that crazy plate up at the top that rises into the air and vanishes we'll mm -hmm. see that again soon it's all uh, very cool it, yes it's a it's a pretty cool sequence uh, and then that big round door opens and Primus Sha'al comes flying out like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> he does. He's pretty awesome. <laughs> I like Cabal the line here, though. Primus Sha'al makes an appearance probably because we killed about 9,000 of his troops by now. 
He's angry. Uh, you won't like him when he's angry. He's angry because we interrupted their meal time. Oh, <laughs> angry. Well, we got his, identify with that. We've got his grimoire here, and it reads, No one knows what satisfaction the Vex hold for the leader of no the blind... No one knows what fascination... <laughs> He what? can't get no oh. satisfaction. satisfaction. <laughs> no one knows what fascination the Vex hold for the leader of the Blind Legion, but Primus Shell has put his command at great risk by pushing into lands occupied by the machines. Once again, slow clappy mote for Shoal. Well done. Putting your yeah. troops at great risk. Yeah, well, here we have a Primus in command of the entire Blind Legion who has pushed deep into the heart of the Vex to secure one of their most important conduits. And we're going to kill him in like 10 seconds. Yeah. Gallahorn wrecked that dude. Yep. Like three <laughs> shots or something ridiculous. So it's too bad. He's, he's really cool. He's got that. He's a unique model. He's got that, the crazy cabal like peacock thing behind him. Uh, he comes flying out, makes a giant stompy, angry noise, stomps around, and then just melts. <laughs> and then magically the eye is ready. I, it's convenient that no matter how long it takes to kill Primus Sha'al, that's exactly how long it takes the eye to charge. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, okay, Ding. so the ghost was in the backpack charging the eye the whole time. No, right. we stuck the eye in the conduit. Oh. But then ghost had Did to we? scan it. To, yeah. Because we have to go back and collect the eye after we kill Primus Shaal. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the only time you get to see the eye sort of like installed in that thing, and it's enormous. <laughs> like when when Aldrin tosses it to us on the reef, it's like the size of a baseball. But we pull it out of here, it's between the size of like a softball and a volleyball. It got charged up bigger. Oh, okay. The charge, the charge swole it, swole it up. It's full of charge. It's full of charge. It's full of the mysteries of the universe. Good work. So we're done. We did it. We're done. Grimoire, the Garden Spire. No one has ever penetrated the Blind Legion perimeter and made it into that war base until now, even though we knew it was there somehow. I'm going to tell everyone that you took out an admiral and seized the spire, and they won't believe me, and then I will win so very many bets. Speaking of, I have a thousand glimmer down on your death in the Black Garden. Nothing personal. Thanks, Cade. (laughs) You jerk. Man. (laughs) Cade, if no one's ever been that far behind the Blind Legion perimeter, how did we know the conduit was there in the first place? It was like Ikora had to guess. We have magical scanners. Ikora's like, heads... It's deep inside the Blind Legion base. Tails, it's somewhere on Venus. Flip a coin. <clears throat> then she starts working out what excuse she's going to give us when she's wrong. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Guardian. The uh, energies of the universe mixed up something or other. Uh, Mars. <laughs> well, luckily, oh, we didn't right. talk to her. It was right. <laughs> this piece of text, though, is a little bit is important, and we'll talk about this when we do the full-on Cabal episode, that Primus... Uh, means equivalent to admiral. So that's where Primus and Bracchus are both ranks in the Cabal. So And Primus is an admiral. Also, there's still a land tank parked right there. So if I was Primus at all, the second I saw there was a guardian down there, I would have just driven the land tank directly on top of the spire and crushed everything. Or directly on top of the guardian. 
Yeah, or that. I mean, I'm no tactical genius like the Cabal apparently are, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't use the guns on the land tank to shoot the Guardian. <laughs> Go down there personally. It's a much better idea, especially after he's murdered his way to you. <laughs> Then Ghost says the eyes charged up, but I'm only guessing we did this right. Better check in with Akora. Oh, remember she knows the most of. She's the expert on the Vanguard's Vex. expert. The Vanguard's expert. <laughs> yeah. Your ghost has done well, Guardian. The eye hums with potentiality. The gate should open. <laughs> the will to step through to face the darkness within—that is something that must come from you. Also. Screw you, Ikora. Our ghost has done well. He did literally nothing. He didn't he chose. He couldn't, okay. he couldn't even fly over to the conduit. We had to deposit him there. Carry <laughs> me, I'm tired. Yeah. He was a tired. We we did everything. I know. Your ghost is unwell, guy. That's the point where you stand up and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Say what now? Well, it's like, so look at what, So what just happened was Ikora had an idea about how to do this. Ghost then claimed that was his idea. Then we actually did it. And then we bring Ghost back and Ikora congratulates Ghost, probably because it was her idea in the first place. You can almost like feel the smug coming off Ghost right now. I, we, <sighs> not even a thank you card. Not even... <laughs> Not even a pat in the shoulder. Good work. No, what do we get? We get Cade going, aha, I'm betting you're going to die. And Ikora <laughs> goes, this should probably work, I guess. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. I, I get it's like the eye, the eye hums with potentiality. What? Yeah. It has, it has, okay, it has potential. Good. It always had potential. It just depends what you're using it for. And then the gate should, yeah. should. Should. Okay. The gate will potentially open. I'm going to take this eye, and I'm going to put it in my vault, and I'm going to go back to the Cosmodrome and hang out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go spare But the will, the will to step through must come from you. It has to. Yeah. I can't tell you to go through. Just say it. Don't be so passive-aggressive, Ikora. Just tell me to go through the gate. <laughs> I can Just tell, tell me you to go. how to do everything up to this point. Also, the darkness will kill us all if you don't do something, but I can't, as the Vanguard commander, tell you to go do it. Just tell me you want me to go through, and I'll go through. None of this, illusion, like... Illusion of free will. Uh, if you want, you can go through. <laughs> I guess. Uh, who needs free will? <laughs> so, meanwhile, in the background, we've kicked off a, an official war with the Cabal, by the way. This is what Whoops. leads... Yeah, whoops. <laughs> we, we could just theoretically never go back to Mars and not deal with it. <laughs> like, what, go in, charge the eye, take it to the garden, and then never go back to Mars and not be in a war with the Cabal. <laughs> just just deal with Ikora being a passive-aggressive at us the whole time. Yeah, I mean, and Zavala. It's your choice like, to go oh, through yeah, Zavala, who sends us there and is like, go murder all of their leadership, please. Yeah, please you go ass a war? How could you? assassinate Zavala, them. Zavala, really? Assassinate their leaders. I promise it'll be okay. <laughs> before we do that, though, before, 
we gotta go. We, we must go destroy the embodiment of all evil in the known universe. Minor side detail. <laughs> that takes us to daily planner <laughs> underneath skin, ghostal skin, and then kill embodiment of all evil. <laughs> right after lunch. Sure. Cabal lunch. <laughs> if we're not interrupted by Cabal coming in on our lunch time. Okay. Where are we at? Black Garden. <laughs> yeah, the penultimate mission, the Black Garden. Here we go. Fight through the fight through the gate and enter the Black Garden on Mars to destroy its heart. That's the most poorly written sentence. Uh, complete the mission, the Black Garden. So fight through the gate. You walk through a gate. You don't fight through it. And enter the fight. Black Garden on Mars to destroy its heart. It Mars's referring heart. to Mars? Yes, yeah. Mars's heart. Or it referring to the Black Garden. <clears throat> the heart it, it, of should it. Say, it should say, go to Mars, fight to the gate, and enter the Black Garden to destroy its heart. Yes. Like, a, it, it, they've mixed it around a little bit. But, you know, also, you get the idea. One of the great mysteries of Destiny is the Black Garden actually on Mars... And it says right here, the Black Garden on Mars. Well, enter the Black Garden on Mars. Do we enter it on Mars? Or is it the Black Garden on Mars? Oh. Again, this this phrasing is... <laughs> it's on Mars as soon as we finish this mission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. English is a difficult language. Sorry to all <laughs> it, of It really is. Ah. Uh, we got the eye. We found the gate. We charged the eye. And Ikora gave us her blessing. For what it's worth, <laughs> nothing left but to face the darkness at the heart of the garden. I'm with you, Guardian. All the way down. <laughs> down. So it starts out basically like, we did the hokey pokey. <laughs> <laughs> we got we, the eye. We, we put the left the hand gate. in. We charged the <laughs> eye and Ikora gave down. us a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is no down. What down? We're not going down. At no point in this mission do we go down. You when go you up, walk, when you? you walk through, you kind of go, go down. down where you, you do, do go the down. main fight. Some stairs. Yeah. At the very end, in an area we've never seen before, he wouldn't know to say this before we even got there. Well, this goes unless he does. means like unless he means like the whole situation's going downhill. That's okay. That's okay. Because guess <laughs> yeah. what? You know what he says next. He says this nonsense. I don't think we'll get a second chance at this. We pull this off. We can save the traveler. If not, the Vex will seize our worlds. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember? There's a traveler. <laughs> <laughs> remember that guy? I, I kind of do now, now that you mention it. <laughs> <laughs> remember this Im hugely important story character and plot point? I, th I mean, I think I remember it. During the but, game, I probably did <laughs> yeah but up until this point all the missions we've done previously have talked about how it was the hive that were the grave threat to the traveler they had the shard in the chamber of night mm -hmm. they are the hive are the traveler's immortal enemy according to the speaker but now all of a sudden it's destroying the vex at the black center of the black garden that will save the traveler uh, and if not, the Vex will seize our worlds. Because remember, they turned Mercury into a machine in days. 
something like that. And have are spread throughout the entire mantle of Venus. I think uh, we just make friends with the Vex at this point. Yeah, I mean, if if we're talking about our worlds as the inner planets, they already control two of them. <laughs> yeah. And are one of the major forces on a third? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, sure. They'll seize our worlds if we don't do this, though. So... <laughs> So we hop on our sparrow, get back over to the Valley of Kings because apparently our ship couldn't fly us there. Um, And we go through the big giant gate. Yes. So let's... Well, first of all, as you approach the gate, the Vec... Ghost has one of the worst lines. I guess say one of the worst lines in the game. We've talked about nothing but terrible lines, which is the Vex will do everything in their power to stop us from entering the Black Garden. And everything in their power is like two hobgoblins. <laughs> two minotaurs. <laughs> two minotaurs of Hydra. That's all they can conjure up. <laughs> I mean, this is up up until right now, we're led to believe that this gate is what connects where the Vex are being quote unquote born. Remember that line last yeah. episode? <laughs> to the planet Mars. This is this is the giant like this is the assembly line. This is the end of the assembly line. That's a tunnel they, the portal they pop out of, and this is all they can muster. Well, I'm convinced that timing is everything because I have a feeling that they were probably all at lunch. No, yeah, they're having to actually eat lunch. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, they had to. They had to drink their milk or whatever, and. So yeah, they're all chilling Story in the cafeteria milkshakes. next to the Cabal cafeteria. I guess you know they're on. They're on war break, and <laughs> so we just get the leftover it's a very guys. Very civilized war. <laughs> I'm picturing a, ho- a hobgoblin with like the hairnet stretched between its horns, and it's just there serving things to cabal. Like <laughs> <laughs> we need, we need a version of every kind of, of cafeteria we can for all the races. <laughs> okay. So so yeah, there's not very many many enemies. But here's there. a fun fact about the Black Garden Gate. Uh, in the Mars ride-along, oh, uh, yeah. the Bungie Mars ride-along, it was revealed that the entrance to the Black Garden was originally a hole in the wall of the Freehold subway tunnels, uh, but it was scrapped because they didn't think it was very impressive. Uh, so the portal in the Valley of the Kings became the new entrance. This was just a giant inactive portal, uh, but this became the new entrance to the Black Garden. Uh, and if that sounds familiar, it's because that entrance makes its return in the Taken King uh, in the story mission Tenebrous Tunnels. That is the original entryway into the Black Garden uh, in the original story before it was scrapped and turned into the Valley of King's Gate. So there you go. Fun fact. There you cool. go. So then we walk through and Ghost says, where are we? If this is the Black Garden, it's not on any map of known space and time. I guess we just keep going. Toto, I, I don't think we're on Mars anymore. I love the visual effect of this gate. You can stand right in front of it and just your camera will go bananas with effect. You can also jump all the way up onto the top of the gate as well, which I have done a few times. But you can't stare at your screen for too long. You'll just get like vertigo and motion sickness. It's crazy. And then the sound gets all weird and wonky, but it's a cool effect. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Yes. 
I also like how just a few missions ago, Ghost was like, the Vex keep realms locked out of space and time? That must be a mistake. And now he's just like, oh yeah, this is just a thing the Vex do. This is one of those things. He's also, does, like our does Ghost expert have the Vex. Access, does Ghost have access to every map of space and time? He must. All of the known ones. And yet he doesn't know where to <laughs> land a freaking ship? <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't say he was good at driving. It's like going to the car park to avoid parallel parking. <laughs> Same thing. I can, I can park oh. here. It's easy. Actually, I had yeah. parallel parking anger earlier today, but we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were delivering Jimmy John's. I was not. We were going to this <laughs> restaurant, and they, they don't have a parking lot. And I was I saw a spot like right across the street, and so I pull ahead of the spot because I'm going to back in like you're supposed to do when you parallel park. And some jerk off pulls up right behind me and won't get out of my way, so I had to go drive around the block three more times to find a spot. But come on, my reverse lights were on. I'm clearly trying to par- anyway. You should have had a land tank. Uh, if I had a land tank, I'd just driven right over this guy. <laughs> whatever. Although, if I had a land tank, I don't think I'd ever find a spot to park it. Because yeah, you could park make parking spots you want that big. Yeah, I was say you can park wherever you want. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> <clears throat> if I bought a lime green land tank, that'd be pretty awesome. It would be. Primus... Gabble, Gabaul, Gabaul. So we went through the gate, and we encounter inactive Vex. Well, there's two huge Vex statues right at the entry on the inside of the gate. There's a ghost up there. Um, but yeah, there's a really cool this. This is interior. After passing through this portal, we were in a, an area that looks nothing like anything else in the game. Probably one of the coolest interiors uh, in the I've game. I always like the way the black garden looks. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, Ghost mentions that they're in some kind of stasis, and then four of them promptly wake up, and then a bunch of the end of the hall also wake up. And then we put them back to sleep. Put them. <laughs> we blast them in the little tiny bits with sleepy bullets. Sleep, <laughs> sleepy time. Sleepy time bullets. Sleepy time bullets. <laughs> What would happen if you poured sleepy time tea into the Vex milk? Sleepy Vex. They'd be all groggy. <laughs> They'd be walking around like they're drunk. Just get them some tummy mint. Uh, follow this path. If you follow the path correctly, you get this awesome, sprawling view of the Black Garden. Uh, or if you do what I do, you jump up to the pillar and take the shortcut and skip that entire part of the zone. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is, I love this view of, of the black. What an amazing environment that was created. I wish we could explore more of it, uh, short of helicoptering yourself into the barrier that sends you flying backwards <laughs> out into the garden. We can sort of see where we're going to go. And this is probably one of the more frustrating things. And I'm sure this is a last gen limitation thing. But you can see the path we're going to take down into the garden. But you can't just jump off the side right here and get to it. You've got to follow it looping all the way down and around. Yeah, but uh, I like that. I like being able to look out. And it's not just like, oh, look at all this like backdrop that I'm never going to explore. It's like, no, I'm actually going there. 
and I can walk along this path and it looks the same as that. Yeah. Like that's a potentially travel travelable area. It doesn't just look like a painted backdrop. It looks like physical space and you can see here's where I'm going and that's where I'm headed. And that I think I like that view. That's really cool. Yeah, but you should be able to just shortcut your way down. <laughs> I like the journey. <laughs> <laughs> I like wandering around through all the magical kelp and upwards raindrops. Well, eventually we run into a vex called the Divisive Mind. Indeed. And um, all these vex inside the garden, their, their subtype is the Soul Divisive. So they, let's see, here it is. Beyond the towering Meridian Bay Gate lies the Black Garden, adrift in time and space. And within the garden dwell the Vex of the Sol Divisive, frozen in rapture. We have precious little insight into the Divisive's behavior. They seem central to Vex actions in the solar system. The garden is clearly a place of enormous power. Legends and scant field reports have all... Legends and scant field reports all indicate that the divisive Vex behave religiously. Why would a hyper-intelligent, time-spanning, thought-mesh exhibit religious behavior? The answer seems as obvious as it is chilling. If the Vex found worship and devotion more effective than any other behavior, they would adopt worship. Whatever the Vex found or made in the garden, it transcends even their power. Is it divisive or divisive? I don't know. I thought it was divisive, like div- divided division, because they're divided from other Vex because of that. So it's div- it's divisive, like divided. Yeah, because that's a word. Yeah, it's the. Is it not the same word? <laughs> divisive sounds like to devise something. No. Divisive means something that divides people, something that, that okay. Okay. creates Okay, okay, it's just the way you're saying it. I would say divisive. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just Link. me. Maybe I can't speak. Oh, well. It's Australian. Same thing. Divisive, <laughs> tending to cause disagreement or hostility between people. Is it divisive or divisive? Divisive. Because I think divisive like division, that's all. Usage note, the word divisive is usually pronounced in both American and British English as divisive with the stressed syllable having a long I. Okay. Uh, I I guess it in my corner now. Although it is less favored than the pronunciation (laughs) with the long I, the pronunciation with the short I, divisive, is on the path to becoming an established variant in English language. Woo, I come out of my corner. You're just ahead of of the curve. Uh, I am in the future. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like oh, it's, right. it's like ebonics. Uh-huh. <laughs> Australian ebonics. There you go. So what do we do uh, with this we know. divisive we, mind? We know what this we know what this worship is. This was revealed much later to us uh, in the Taken King, thanks to the Books of Sorrow. Yeah, I mean we have. It feels pretty right that that these Vex are are following curious programming. Yes. The the manifestation of worship for the purposes of extracting the ontological power and paracausal abilities of the worms. 
So is it just these Vex that are following Korea's programming? Yes, it seems like the sole divisive are the descendants of Curious programming. Because other Vex do not follow this this worship protocol. Right. I'm still always confused about the Vex. The reason they're attacking us and all that. Because well, the other Vex seem to be at least somewhat either aiding or following these. Like Even though they're not doing the same thing as the soul divisive um it they still they're still aiding them still following that sort of thing well we're gonna get into this probably pretty deeply when we get into the vault of glass and yeah that's true atheon who is yeah that's a it's a whole other topic (laughs) yeah who stands in complete opposition to this entire religious protocol yeah uh, the device of mind also used to be subject of one of the bounties. Uh, one of the really old school vanilla bounties is go here and kill the device of mind. And if you kept the checkpoint, the device of mind was not there. You had to replay the entire beginning of the Black Garden mission to get there. How rude. I know. Doing work. <laughs> Playing a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what? We run into a dead end? Uh, I mean, kind of. There's this big open room that is, I guess, is a dead end. Well, with no obvious doors. I mean, there's a gigantic obvious door. We just can't open it. <laughs> to which our ghost says, "Dead end." Yeah, <laughs> the heart is just beyond here. The place. How does he know it's just beyond there? He thinks it's a dead end. <laughs> this place is. Which one, one is it? Is it a dead end, or is the heart just beyond there? <laughs> Get me close to the clusters. So once again, he doesn't want to fly. He does not want to fly. Also, the word cluster is almost never used in this game up until this point. And there's (laughs) no visual indication anywhere of what you would consider to be a cluster. Like if the little like marker didn't appear over these things, you'd have no idea what these things are. (laughs) It's a cluster after all. Yes, it is. Shoot lots of X. Ghost scans the clusters. A spire begins to form in the middle of the room. A spire is forming. Great, <laughs> the great destiny memes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it sort of all becomes clear. It doesn't become clear. Ghost has a line here where he says, "Oh, it's all starting to make sense now." And it's not. It's not. We get <sighs> we get into this room, and Ghost says, "Scan this cluster." You have no idea what it looks like or what it is. But now it's all starting to make sense. Is it the... And then he says, all we need is permission to enter as a gate lord. But I thought we needed the gate lord's eye to go through the portal. And now we need it to open this door. Apparently. Hmm. But... But then Ghost scans the conflux. We don't stick the eye into the conflux. Anyway, yeah. we see this cool little plate again. That was the top of the uh, the Legion's Keep Spire. Uh, it appears in front of us, and then it solidifies, shoots up in the air, uh, and then breaks apart into a whole bunch of pieces and shoots 
light everywhere. The re- light reflects off all the pieces and it shoots a beam into the door and the door opens. Uh, this is actually a really cool scene. Again, just some unique effects happening here with the light breaking through uh, and the plate busting apart and all these different pieces and the beams connecting and opening the door. We don't get to see this. We see a kind of version of this when the we open the vault of glass, but nothing is as complex as this. And if you back up a little bit and you take a look at all those connected points of light, it creates the constellation Orion the Hunter. Uh, the significance of that is currently unknown other than Hunter Master Class. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's mostly Orion. it's not exactly orion uh but it is the possibility of orion being viewed from a different point in space than what we see it uh how we see it from earth so but it's pretty pretty close to orion Uh, orion is from greek mythology which is the same mythology that a lot of vex get their names from like minotaur hydra gorgon I can see Orion out my window this time of year, at night. Can you enter the Black Garden from where you are? (laughs) Um, no, I don't think so. (laughs) No divisive minds around? I'm going to send you a Gate Lord's Eye for Christmas. (laughs) They'll probably send me out to like some desert cliffs or something. The size of the plane. (laughs) Well, no, don't you have that, what's that giant plateaued stone in Australia. I mean the big one in the middle? Yeah. Blue? Airs rock, whatever. Yeah. That, one? that looks that looks just like the giant plateaued rock that's in the middle of the black garden. So there's a gate near it? I mean I've been there. There wasn't really a gate, but I I can't say I was looking for one. All I'm saying <laughs> is gigantic, very similar shaped rock, and you can see Orion from where you are, and you are a hunter. Maybe make an effort. It all makes sense. I just need a gate lord. <laughs> I'm sure Time? somewhere somewhere in Australia there's a creature called a gate lord. <laughs> yeah, but it's probably poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> it has 12 legs. Three feet tall, locked out of time, venomous. What? <laughs> that doesn't it sound must right. must be from Australia. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah. the door opens. Door opens. The heart of the Black Garden. Well, here goes nothing. Or everything. Thanks, ghost. (laughs) Thespian to the end. (laughs) But then we get a cutscene. Yes. Yes. For the first time in a long time. Yes. (laughs) This is a good good cutscene, too. I've taken a lot of screenshots from this. Me, too. Garden walks slowly forward as the camera pans upward to show the heart of the Black Garden. Pulsing with electricity, three gargantuan stone statues of the Gate Lords surround the heart. On the ground below, Vex goblins and hobgoblins kneel in front of the heart. Upon sensing the Guardian's presence, they activate and turn to the Guardian. They begin to rise and advance on the Guardian. Up until this point, if you're only playing vanilla, the heart looks like a very unique model. It's this black rippled pulsating thing but after the taken king it looks very very familiar uh it looks like a gigantic blight same textures same sort of 
doesn't have the circular shape. It's got sort of more of a globulous shape. And it shoots lightning out of it, which not all uh, blights do. But, yeah. It's, it's the same sort of effect off it as well. That sort of weird, thick, black mm-hmm. smoke sort of thing. Yes. It looks like a giant version of Malak's head once you blow his helmet. Yeah, up. <laughs> and that's not just that's not just the blights either. It has that same effect on any taken thing, even Guardian taken gear. Yep, has the same sort of thick smoke. We're going to see that same effect on these three gate lords as well, mm-hmm. including in their official art. And um, then it pans back to us, and Ghost says, "So you think you can kill a god?" And uh. If you're if you're playing this as your last vanilla mission, uh, this will be one of the last times you hear your guardian speak. <laughs> I don't think I have a choice. That makes me sad that it's the last time. I love hearing my guardian talk personally. I know it's all about letting you make your own, like fit your own person into your silent protagonist. But I love hearing my guardian talk. Yeah, I and my guardian, guardian having a character and a presence in the game. So it makes me sad that it doesn't happen a lot. So then the heart sends a pulse of energy to the center statue. End cutscene. And then, following traditional destiny design philosophies for vanilla game, uh, you're trapped in a round room with a bunch of enemies. <laughs> you must shoot everything that moves. Yes. Although it is cool that if you if you stand up in the back here and try and snipe, that the Vex will teleport directly to you and try and kill you. And so you punch them and keep sniping. <laughs> <laughs> or you just jump down there with your sword and wreak havoc. Didn't have a sword at the time. Very true. But, yeah, this is, this is now the place for uh, Three of Coins farming, right? Yes, it is. This is fantastic for it. Oh, yeah, true, you get three chances. No, just two. Two, just and then two? you die. Yeah, because oh, if you true. kill course, the yeah, second, of course, you if you kill the last one, one everything dies, finish. yeah. Still, two chances is good. Which is good, because there's a lot of really good music in this fight scene. In this scene, in this fight, whatever. There's good music. It slowly ramps up with each guardian uh, you fight. The Eschaton mind, the imminent mind, and the primeval mind. The soul progeny. <clears throat> Uh, Ghost says the heart uh, is waking up the statues, but technically they were already starting to awake before we got there. And that comes from Ghost Fragment, the Queen's Brother, uh, which reads, The heart is growing stronger, the crow said. The Vex transformation has begun and the progeny are stirring. So this was in process before we got here. We just sort of probably kickstarted a bit because... When you show up with a pile of guns in your back looking to shoot things, the people you're trying to shoot usually don't let it happen very easily. Uh, the soul progeny are kind of unique. Uh, uh, even though the kill cam lists them as soul progeny, uh, individually they match the appearance of the soul divisive descendants and precursors with their f- sort of physical appearance. Uh, the names of them, the primeval mind, the imminent mind, and the Eschaton mind, contain 
Those are terms relating to past, present, and future. Specifically, primeval refers to the beginning of time. Imminent means something is about to happen very soon. And eschaton refers to the theological end of days. So very deliberate naming of these three gate lords. I am the Vex of Black Garden Past. Yes. I am the Vex of Black Garden Future. <laughs> uh, there aren't a lot of other soul progeny in the game. Uh, there's these three originally, but then the Overmind Minotaur from the Prison of Elders is also one. The Overmind Minotaur has that same sort of black blight effect on it. And the Groundskeeper from the mission Blood in the Garden is also listed as part of the soul progeny. So, Do you have notes on what their appearance matches as far as other groups? Well, the Groundskeeper is mostly invisible <laughs> when you fight. Yes. Uh, the Overmind the, Minotaur yeah. is... Oh, what version? I believe that the Overmind Minotaur is... Uh, a soul descendant, the middle one. But I could could quote me on that. I'd have to go look it up real quick. The descendants are the really are they the, no, which is the really rugged looking ones the high tech ones. I can never remember which is which. Divisive is current uh, then descend, well I guess divisive is current and Quasi future, yeah, they're 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 all mussy, aren't they? Or are the the precursors are the ones that look super high tech, and the right. uh, descendants okay. are the ones. I remember that look it's always ancient. the it's always it's the opposite to what you expect right? it to be. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then, then my brain starts going sci-fi, and then that's, that's totally a normal thing for sci-fi with like things to be old, older, things to be higher tech. So I'm trying to like brain just just get it one way. Yeah. And we'll we'll um, dive more into when we talk about the factions of Vex leading up to the uh, Vault of Glass. Yes. Hmm. So yeah, we we. The, the blight infects these three soul progeny and then we infect them with bullets and they melt they burst into flames, they go away they drop exotic engrams, hopefully <laughs> uh, and then for some reason killing the three of them causes the heart to die <laughs> or at least according to Ghost because he says, the heart is dying keep it up <laughs> Good job, you're killing like, things. Like, we have a choice. We're trapped in a round room with a bunch of murderous robots. <laughs> what else are we going to do? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know what? Just, it's cool. Just let them do what they're going to do. Uh, the heart explodes in a brilliant, blight, bright, blinding light. But we did it. And we're back on Mars. Ghost, again, is, is brilliant grammatical skills here we're back on mars the shroud of darkness is lifting and light returns to the traveler the speaker is calling us home uh light started returning the traveler as soon as we returned the shard to the traveler after chamber of night because that was what was siphoning the light off of the traveler not anything to do with the black garden that we have known of with the Chamber of Night, does it say light returns to the Traveler with that? Or does it, because I know that it's light is siphoning off it, does it actually say that it's returned, or returning? 
or does it just stop siphoning and it stays at a level? It says the traveler can begin to heal. Right. Okay. Well, that doesn't really say one way or the other. Like, whether it's just staying at a level and no longer being siphoned, or if it's actually returning. So well, it could but it's be also like, odd, because we understand why the hive would be taking light from the traveler. Correct. There is no known reason why the Vex would be taking light from the Traveler. Like, what do the Vex do that, has ever, that the Vex don't, don't consume light like the Hive do? I always thought it was connected to this whole, like, I did not always thought, I didn't always think this, that's a lie. I thought this since <laughs> the Book of Sorrows and working that out. Since birth. Um, <laughs> since since the dawn of time, I have thought, no. Um, since the <laughs> Book of Sorrows and working all that with Kuria out and everything, um, I kind of thought that whatever that black heart, garden heart is, um, that they're worshipping and they're following the sword logic and, and the Traveler is somehow against that according to what the Hive seem to think. It's like the enemy of that. And so maybe that's how the Vex are against the Traveler. It's if it's the en- enemy of this this thing that they're worshipping, that's why they'd be siphoning light off it. That's why they'd... Not because... Yeah, just because it's it's the rules of what they're worshipping in the world. Yeah, it's, it's just a weird thing to me because it's like... The Stranger sent us out to deal with the Vex because they were evil and then um where was i going with that evil so oh, evil then then, then we're we have to go to the black garden because that's where the vex are born and the vex are bad so we have to go to, now we do this and oh it's it's causing light to return to the travel. why wasn't that the main reason for going here yeah i mean a lot of what we like what we just mentioned all this only happens in hindsight with the taken king yeah like the vanilla story leading up to this, this makes no sense. As the that this ending is so ridiculously cryptic and esoteric and not connected to anything that we've done up until this point, because we don't have the Taken King for reference here. I think part of a lot of this is what led people to believe that the Black Garden is inside of the Traveler. And that this right. was something the Vex had created, like they had invaded the Traveler and created this thing to destroy the Traveler from the inside out. Right, so he basically killed the virus or whatever it was. Yeah. Hurting the Traveler and now light is returning because it's all better, yay. Yeah, and it's not until much later with Taken King we just sort of discover what this thing actually is and right. who these Vex are and why they're doing what they're doing and put the potential connection here to the light and stuff like that. So it's just, yeah, in the context of just vanilla destiny, this makes no sense. <laughs> but there's a cutscene. But there's a cutscene. There's a cutscene. The camera fades in on a shot of the traveler panning down towards the tower. The plaza is nearly overflowing with guardians watching as the speaker addresses them from the balcony of travelers walk. Is that really called travelers walk? Yes, it is. Cool. Yes. Who knew? The speaker says, For centuries we feared the forces of darkness massing against us. We sought to hide and cower beneath a broken god. No more. These guardians show us what we are. 
what we have always been and what we will be again. We are what remains of the light and we will not be stamped out. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We have the guardians of city past, city present and city future. (laughs) Really? We sought to hide and cower beneath a broken gut. It doesn't. This seems against what the speaker. I know. Why would the speaker call the traveler a broken god? Like, did it's like we did didn't you, hide in Did power, you come did... to some like agreement to let New Monarchy write your speech? Really? And <laughs> six missions ago, we were talking about how Guardians had explored Venus to track the Vex prior to us arriving. That's not hiding and cowering. Well, then let's not even talk about. Like Marimbrium, that's not hiding and cowering. That's getting yeah. your ass kicked, but it's still not hiding and cowering. Like, also that's for like centuries. Fighting and then, like, a bunch of dudes run away, and then you win, and then they come back, and he's telling everyone, We may have run away, but we still had victory. And, like, no, we didn't all run away. You ran away. We didn't all hide and cower. You hidden coward. Yeah, but, I mean, even prior to this. We feared the forces of darkness massing against us. So at this point, let's say everybody's still super naive and thinks that anything that's not a guardian or a human is a force of darkness. Like we know the fallen are not the forces of darkness. But the only real enemy that mankind has encountered on Earth that has joined forces with one another to mass against us have been the fallen. Uh And we didn't seek to hide and cower. In fact, one of the most defining moments in all of Tower history is Shaxx leading the counterattack against the Fallen. And then the rapid expansion outwards of the city that followed because Shaxx showed everybody, hey, you don't have to retreat and play this defensively. We can actually go on the offense and wreck some shop. Uh, So this whole, like, I get it. I get that he's this could be a description of the dark age like everybody amassed below the traveler originally because they were hiding out there because it was safe underneath there uh but we there was no forces of darkness amassing against mankind at that time we know now and i hate even saying this with rise of iron that the main threat to humanity at that time was humanity itself and the guardian slash warlords it wasn't until the fallen attacked and it wasn't until much 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 later uh at twilight gap where all the fallen started to amass together and even in that instance the fallen are the forces of darkness so this is a weird line this whole thing is weird yeah i mean i can i can see the uh we sought to hide and cower beneath a broken god. Thinking of it now, I can see that being initially we sought, like why we built the city here, blah, 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 yeah. sort of thing. And that, that makes sense then. And I can see how people would have, again, initially thought the Fallen were darkness because all of a sudden we've got yeah. these aliens attacking. But yeah, you got a point. Like for centuries, we feared the forces of darkness massing against us. I, I don't, yeah, that's a weird... Because even if we thought wrongly that the Fallen were the forces of darkness, uh, it wasn't like what, centuries. It's such it's a dumb <laughs> ugh, time well, again just, in this game. 
Yeah. Just remember, <laughs> we were much more powerful once. Yeah. Once we were much more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that applies to any of this. Um, yeah. Good to remember. Um, yeah, well, that but means, like that is even the well, fallen being darkness. Did we really fear them massing against us? Like, no. yeah, they were I, just I we, picking off stragglers. Yeah, we feared them as a, as a species, perhaps we feared their attacks, but I don't think there was ever a they will mass against us one day. It will be bad. Yeah, it's just I, like I mean, they're going to keep attacking was, us. There was no knowledge of the vex or the cabal. You know, maybe the hive, but it seemed that the hive. The Hive weren't encountered on Earth until much, much, much later. It was way after the rise of the Guardians that mankind's the Hive... Mankind's ancient enemy or something? Yeah, mankind's ancient enemy, which is just now recently discovered on Earth. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is, and this even then, the really Hive fast. on Earth have never been a real... as not. They are a threat, but they've never been as much of a threat to humanity as the Fallen ever were? Yeah. Well, the first time the Hive ever posed a unified threat on Earth against the last city is during Crota's End. And that doesn't happen until Eris comes back, which is very, very recent in the history of the Tower. Yeah. She is the one who comes back and says, hey, the Hive have always controlled the moon, but now Crota's army is moving on Earth. Like, literally the forces of darkness are massing against us but that yeah so even if they take it as okay so there's a bit of mix up as to when we've encountered or who because people seem to know different things but if if we take that as centuries we feared the forces of darkness massing against us like you know when we gave the high of the moon and we feared them massing against us but that is that's not even that because i was just like i was just thinking that maybe it's when the hive was such a problem we just gave up the moon to them because, you know, they're forces of darkness, but they people were like, no, nah, no, nah, now they've got the moon, they're happy. There's no fearing of them massing against us. It was a total surprise when they popped up again. Yes. Because we thought, you know, have your moon, that's fine, we don't need it, we're not using it anyway. <laughs> All yours, and then they'll be content. So, yeah, I, I, it's a very interesting sentence, that one. That's Well. Yeah. Maybe camera it's like, cuts over. And uh, we see the Exo Stranger standing at the edge of the landing bay. Wait, she says, before we push her off the dock. Okay. Uh, again, four centuries. <laughs> this. Hmm. My background this, just changed that exact scene. This squarely puts a whole lot of years, like hundreds of years, between the rise of what we now know as the the risen the iron lords and i guess twilight gap because that the fear would become realized that the, the force of darkness actually massed against the city like assuming that they believed that the fallen were the forces of darkness which doesn't line up in the timeline at all like the first iron lords appear or the first risen appear to the first to twilight gap that's centuries that seems way too big a period of time from what we know but who knows wait no i've worked <laughs> it out i know what's happened 
Oh. It's Next we time. feared it since we first talked. We first told the speaker about the hive being on Earth and all that problems, and we were in the Black Garden for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. We were just in there for centuries. What? It's like Narnia, whatever. You come out. <laughs> it's. I felt like five minutes. It's, it's, a hyperbolic, it's a hyperbolic time chamber, chamber from Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah. You, you come out, it's been centuries. For centuries, we feared the forces of darkness since this dude told us about it. But they knew cool. about the hive on Earth before we... This is, we talked about this in the early missions. Yeah, that's true. We knew the hive were on Earth before we encountered the hive on Earth in the story because the Rusted Lands thing happened. Which is the first encounter. It lists it says the first encounter, like finally confirmation that mankind's ancient enemy has returned to Earth. So there's a period of time between Rusted Lands and when we encounter the hive in the Cosmodrome that people in the city, or at least the hive, the vanguard, the speaker, must have known the hive were already here. Unless he's just really in denial. He could be. I wouldn't be surprised, to be he honest. Just to the position the he's got. Like, he is the speaker for a silent god. And he doesn't uh, speak yeah. because his voice actor is very expensive. He's, his job title is basically denial. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, All that's right. a very interesting speech he's got there. Yeah. Flash forward to what Gabble was saying about our rendezvous at the club at the end of the street. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get <clears throat> we see the exo stranger again for the first time since we met her on Venus, <laughs> and she says it's a day for pretty speeches and medals. But we know the real fight takes place out there. So even she says she she thinks the speech is garbage too. Yeah, yeah um, it sounds like it's implying the pretty speeches and medals are a fight. Like the real fight's out there. This is a fight, but <laughs> parties are then, hard. Then she gives us her gun and says, "Take this." There's so much more, Guardian. I've seen terrible things born out in the darkness. Every moment brings them closer. All ends are beginnings. Our fight is far from over. All ends are beginnings is a very vexed thing to say. <laughs> it's a very vexed thing to say. You were vex. Yeah, and then she does. She does her little step off the edge and disappear into vex teleportation effect, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is my current desktop background. <laughs> it changes. Also, this whole cutscene is great for screenshots. Yes. <laughs> On that note. Yeah, then then we hop in our ship and fly off into orbit. At which point we're promptly given the instruction to go to the tower. (laughs) I love this end scene of like the ship flying off of Earth. It reminds me of the end of the what's which Harry Potter movie ends with him flying away on the broom. Must be the third or fourth one. Yeah, the prisoner of Azkaban, I think. That's the third. Yeah. It always reminds me of that. It's like the exact <laughs> same framing. <laughs> so 
So yeah, fly back into space and then go back to the tower. <clears throat> All right, would the stranger's rifle? Yep. This is a thing. It is. It's a thing. Yeah. Ghost analysis suggested this weapon has been exposed to incredible forces uh, and that parts of it shouldn't yet exist. Often cited as proof the Exo Stranger has the ability to physically move forwards and backwards through time. Not by anyone here, but by people like on the internet. But yes, there it doesn't, shouldn't ex- just. And and that's even funnier. Like think of everything we've talked about up to this point. Uh, shouldn't exist yet means nothing. Uh, Time that can't be right. The cities on Venus shouldn't have been there. The Vex sensors created by the Guardians should they have been there? Like a, a, everything that we've encountered throughout the entire story is it's an entire story of things that shouldn't have existed or happened yet. They did. So I don't know why suddenly this is an amazing piece of proof about the exo stranger. <laughs> it's like, we learned that the hive broke the Beckenstein limit. Like we learned that the cabal penetrated the Vex cognition net, like all things, all these we things didn't that... even know could happen. Like, <laughs> but this, this one thing is suddenly amazing evidence. Like, come on. Well, this gun used to be pretty amazing. Yes. Back when mid mid rate of fire pulse rifles were great. Yes. It was a good gun for what it was. Once that what they do, they had to like patch the glare on it or something. The little light effect at on the front of the gun Mm -hmm. when you aim down sights because the scope has is a different color from most scopes. Yeah, it's like yellow. Yeah, it blends in with the light effect, then you can't see your reticle. Oops. Wah, wah. But it was a lot of fun. I mean, it had full auto, uh, then the option of speed reload, hand-loaded, or fitted stock, and then rewind, uh, which was missing a shot has a chance to return ammo directly to the magazine, which was pretty awesome, actually. Correct. Uh, it was originally blue, a rare item, and then in 2.0, it mysteriously became purple. That shouldn't have happened. <laughs> but it did. And then you the can only, ascend it. Yeah. But only as high as your one level. Yeah. So... Because there's no infusion for your one weapons. Yeah. But it also, uh, we talked about the exotic pulse rifle, no time to explain, which is essentially a very similar gun that uses the same model. Yep. It's sort of like a, sort of like they brought this gun back for year two and beyond as an exotic. And we if you want to know more about that, about that you can go listen to our exotic <laughs> weapons episode. It has an oh. enormous quest that we talked about at great length. Very great length. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one? That's one of the ones that you can use at level 30, not 40, isn't it? I exotics. Th- I think that's correct. Yeah. Because I remember 
when I made my Titan and I used the spark of light, whatever thing to get it up to 25. Um, and so I was 30 pretty quick. And so I used this as my primary, use no time to explain as my primary. Um, Cause I could use it really soon. And then it was funny because I oh, got rid of no time to explain means. and hands it off to give me the stranger's rifle instead. <laughs> yeah. It was like, this is weird. That is weird. I have a, that, I have a, you had a I gun that definitely one. shouldn't exist yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like waving it <laughs> in her face. Like, travel. But, but this gun, this one's better. Uh, okay, cool. That's, that's fine. I'll just put this in the vault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was just an interesting scene, having carrying over no time to explain to receive the stranger's rifle. Well, that also unlocks Grimoire for the Black Garden, uh, which is a quote from the speaker that reads, At last, the heart of the garden has been destroyed, its stranglehold on the traveler released. Our light brightens, but the power of the Vex is not broken. Look into the vault, Guardian, for it is said to hold powers the progeny were meant to bring forth. So there you go. The only thing that ever says inside... Well, it's not even in the game. It's in the Grimoire. Never mind. Nothing in the game ever says go to the Vault of Glass in year one. Correct. It's mm. just there. You just stumble also, into it. this apparently. makes no sense. Why? <laughs> well. the One of the reasons Osiris was banished from the tower was for encouraging people to explore the vault. Right, but the speaker can do it. Like, whatever. <laughs> he sent you a secret note, though. He didn't actually say it outright. Yeah, just look into it. Don't, like, don't go. Don't don't quit just doing your Just stand at the top and look. Wink, just, wink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, we'll find out that it has nothing to do with powers of progeny we're trying to bring forth. And but, can you strangle the traveler if it has no neck? Is my question. <laughs> it's just a head. <laughs> Squeezing that ball. Whoa. <laughs> it's literally a sphere. A hero's return. <laughs> return to the tower. You return did it. You just what? were. Dramatically fly to space. Return you, to the tower. You did it. I made the right choice. Let's go back to the tower. <laughs> so, so Ghost just took credit for everything. He did. Yes. All this is because of Ghost's grand design. Yep. <laughs> All his plans. You did well, and I picked you, therefore I did well. Yay me! Thanks, Give thanks Ghost. Party, yeah. Thanks, Ghost. Sure, can I just throw him out of the spaceship? Doesn't matter, he'll fly home anyway. The oh, only you can time. fly? You can fly long distances now. Oh. Yeah. How convenient. <laughs> None of this, like, I'm tired. Wiggles arms up. Carry me. <laughs> <laughs> at the very yeah. end talk to the speaker talk we had to, to wait speaker. for him to finish his speech observatory <laughs> also just a quick rewind back to the cutscene with all the guardians standing uh, in the tower listening to the the speaker and we talk a lot about like if it canonically we are the quote-unquote guardian like is there only one of us are there more than one of us how many like in the story fades back and forth between we are the guardian we're the main protagonist of the story 
but every person who plays is the guardian and is the main protagonist of the story, thereby meaning that there are millions of guardians. Up until this point, you know, the only other guardians we really encounter are the Vanguard and the dude who's dead outside the Temple of Crota. <laughs> uh, this is the first time we actually see a whole group of other guardians, you know, other than the ones that you may encounter in real time while you're playing the game. So. Yeah, this and, is like the only actively game-generated Guardians of the North. Yeah. Other than Fly dead back ones. To the tower. Yeah. Talk <laughs> to the speaker. I've never seen a weapon like that before. The technology, the materials, it's a work of art. The only thing left to do now is to talk to the speaker. He'll want to thank you himself. Ghost. Ghost, those are two totally separate thought processes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this amazing weapon made of parts and materials I've never even seen before. The technology is amazing. We should go talk to the speaker. Because <laughs> he'll want to thank you. No, yeah. Nothing about the gun. No, take like, take breath, the gun buddy. to the speaker. No, no. You should go get thanked because I've already thanked myself enough. You should have a little bit of thanking too. Okay, Ghost. He was streamlining. He knew we had to get back into orbit and get out Get out on some more <laughs> missions. All right, make it, make it snappy. <laughs> Then the last line here from the speaker, I have faith, faith in the tower, the vanguard, the city, and faith in you. For now, the traveler is silent. We must make our own way in the world. Thank you, Guardian, for all that you have done and all you will do. What do you mean, for now, the traveler is silent? There's never been a known time (laughs) that it hasn't been in at least in our age, post-Golden Age. Well, maybe it's the gonna traveler wake up one spoke, day. he wouldn't need someone to speak for him. It, she, it, whatever. Maybe maybe the traveler the is like... refers to her as a she, so... Yeah. yeah. Maybe the traveler is like Black Bolt, and if, the tra- if we were to hear the traveler's voice, it would destroy us. <laughs> is the word of God. <laughs> Annihilates everything. <laughs> Well, I like the fact that he's thanking us for everything we're going to do because, you know, he doesn't really want to have to thank us ever again. No, he's covered. Just, he's done. He's, he's going to go, yeah. go ahead and thank you for everything, and we're done. <laughs> Don't come back unless you need to buy something. Guardian, I want to thank you now because my voice actor is going away and never returning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we did it. We did it. <clears throat> That's the fruit of the garden. It has no actual fruit. <laughs> that we know of. Um, that we... <laughs> so, all right. Well, this... In hindsight, I wish we had gotten Mr. Fruit to be our guest for this. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that it was perfect. Was the black heart, the heart of the garden, was that fruit? Oh, I wasn't going to It's a giant it. rotten Is the black pear. fruit? A big rotten fruit. We blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> You did. We didn't really blow it up. We blew up its three buddies, and that caused it to blow up. Maybe right. that's what they serve in the cafeterias. Rotten fruit? No, it's fruit. I don't know. Garden Cabal, fruit. Cabal-like fruit. You don't get to be 800 pounds eating fruit. You sure? Sure about that? What about Wait. three stories tall? <laughs> Anywho, so <laughs> this... <laughs> so I guess this, uh, this will kind of branch out into our upcoming lore related episodes uh yeah now we've got 
we've got the Cabal, we've got the Vex, we've got the Vault, we've got all kinds of stuff to talk about. The Awoken. Yep. The Awoken. The Awoken, yeah. So, yeah, we've it'll be... laid the foundations and shipping the timber in now. <laughs> we have no Cabal raid, so, unfortunately. But Thank goodness, so many shields. <laughs> Ugh. So... Also, it interesting to again we we covered this in the first episode of this, but this is like the main storyline of Destiny. Yeah, like all the expansions that we've had have had nothing to do with this, but this is this is the real main story of Destiny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's easy to think that the Hive story is the main story of Destiny, but it's this is sort of like the core here of vanilla destiny. Yeah, this is this is where we would expect Destiny 2 to carry on from the Exo Stranger and whatever is going on with the Vex and bad stuff in space. Yeah. The Vex, the Traveler, the Speaker, the Exo Stranger, mm-hmm. this kind of stuff is so I just forgotten after this. Everything went in a different direction from here. We got the Dark Below. Uh, we got the Taken King. We got House of Wolves. And then Rise of Iron. None of the, any of that has to do with any of this. Well, no time to explain. Isn't that the one that says soon? Well, yep. true. So. so that's like... Hey, just remember this all happened, and maybe there's gonna yeah. be more stuff. Who knows? Well, the, the paradox Keep mission, going. right? I mean, yeah. which obviously ties into no time to explain, but that sort of that that pushes us in that direction too. Finding out that we save the we save the vex from the taken, and that frees the vex to do whatever it is the vex are gonna do. There you go. There's the door open for future vex story, and then what is it? Outbound signal. Hinting towards yeah. more Cabal story in the future. Yep. So, yeah. So they've intentionally let all these little strings, loose ends to tie up so they can keep going with those sort of things. We hope. We do. We do hope. So they can keep going. We hope. Because there's a, ton, will, of, there's a ton of loose ends at the end of Taken King. And then <sighs> yeah. Rise of Iron did nothing for that. So. Oh, well. Rebellions are built on hope. <laughs> spoilers. It's a, is it though? Is it spoilers? It, that's in the that's in the trailer. She it's says that in spoilers. the trailer. Trailers are spoiler. It's not spoilers if it happens at the beginning. Also, <laughs> it's not a spoiler if it happens at the beginning. All right, good to know. The spoiler for Rogue One came out in 1977. <laughs> So it's okay. Yeah. Spoilers: Many Bontons died. <laughs> that's that's Return of the Jedi. I know. All right. Okay. I <laughs> have to go battle the ice storm tomorrow morning, so I've got to go. It is late. All right. We're ready to wrap it, it up. Is, it is two fifteen in the morning. Yes. It Let's is. do this. All right. Well. And I'm hungry. <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, you're just starting your day. Um, Seven p.m. Is it really? It's way yeah. too late then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I right, guess right. that does it for this one. And uh, we will be back 
and we will see you next time yeah thanks everyone good night bye good night soon